You're listening to the Quince podcast. Uttar Pradesh will be holding state elections in less than a year from now and ahead of it speculations are thickening on a political discord between chief minister yogi adityanath and the bjp central leadership while in the recent days some bjp leaders have refuted reports that have hinted at the possibility of a cabinet reshuffle in up or even rifts in the political relationship every detail big or small is drawing a lot of scrutiny such as the series of meetings held in the state and even the fact that going against what seemed to be a customary act at a point of time Prime Minister Narendra Modi did not wish Adityanath on Twitter on his birthday. Now whether or not such speculations are merely figment of imagination as some BJP leaders have put it, it's likely to clear up as we step closer to the election, but what is it that's triggering this buzz in the first place? In an interview to Times of India that was published on 8th June, Yogi Adityanath has said that it's the media that is sensationalizing and exaggerating everything. But where are the reports of discontentment against Yogi's leadership in UP stemming from? We'll take a look at all this and joining me in this episode is Aditya Menon the Queen's political editor. You're tuned in to the big story, the podcast where we dissect the headline making news for you and I'm your host Shorbhuri. The second wave of COVID really affected Yogi Adityanath's image as a leader, and that seems to have become a matter of concern for the BJP as well in the run-up to the elections. While the chief minister went out of his way to assert that everything was under control in the peak of the second wave, even going on to threatening citizens with punishment over what he called misinformation around oxygen supply, photographs and video reports from the state showing dead bodies floating in rivers and hundreds of shallow graves really held up the ground reality these were images that not only painted a wildly contrasting picture from yogi's own words that covid data wasn't being suppressed but also broke the silence from within the party now as the situation stabilizes in uttar pradesh and across india in a show of support to adityanath the bjp has said that his handling of the covid crisis has been quote unquote unparalleled but let's not forget that it was the bjp leaders themselves who had earlier expressed a sense of discontentment over lapses in his governance was the discontentment only to do with adityanath's covid response we don't know for sure but covid was certainly the starting point when cracks started to be visible Union Minister Santosh Kumar Gangwar for instance had written to Yogi drawing his attention to the covid mismanagement in his constituency Bareilly other than him nearly half a dozen BJP MPs and MLAs including UP cabinet minister Brajesh Pathak wrote to the chief minister about the lack of beds about the lack of oxygen and the shortcomings in the administration in the peak of the covid crisis In fact, Emily Rakesh Rathore made quite a sensational claim when he told the media that if he speaks too much about this issue, then there might be a sedition case against him. As these came to be obvious hints of resentment against Adityanath from within the party, along with allegations of a lack of coordination between the chief minister and the MLAs, a series of meetings took place in Uttar Pradesh towards the end of May. Meetings that Adityanath was curiously missing from. Top RSS official Dattatreya Huzabale was on a four-day visit to the state from 24th May reportedly to take feedback on Adityanath's government and the pandemic situation and that came on the heels of a high-level meeting reportedly to discuss electoral strategies for the upcoming state elections with Prime Minister Modi Home Minister Amit Shah BJP chief JP Nadda Huzabale himself and other RSS officials but not Adityanath then came more meetings between BJP functionaries and BJP leader BL Santosh and parties 
Uttar Pradesh in charge Radha Mohan Singh again reportedly to take a stock of the quote unquote feedback on Adityanath's governance. The chief minister again was absent from those meetings as well. Was this signaling of the party's concerns with Yogi Adityanath's image crisis before next year's crucial elections? We go to Aditya Menon here. It's quite clear that these series of meetings were sparked uh, by the COVID situation in Uttar Pradesh. There is a widespread perception, quite legitimate perception, uh, that the Yogi Adityanath government in the state has mismanaged uh, the pandemic. Uh, but obviously, it's not just a healthcare issue because if that were the case, it could very well have been managed between the health, the health minister of the center and and the health minister of the state, or between the PMO and the concert department in the state government. Uh, but the fact that uh, you know we had a, someone from the RSS top brass like Datatre Hozable uh, getting involved, we had uh, you know someone like Radha Mohan Singh, the state in charge of the BJP, uh, making uh, trips to Lucknow and uh, and having a dialogue uh, with the BJP's central leadership. Uh, so it's quite clear that. Uh, I mean, the the main tussle was uh, political and uh, not just uh, regarding uh, healthcare. Um, I think what the BJP was really concerned about uh, is that uh, the mismanagement of the pandemic by the Yogi Adityanath government uh, would hurt them in the elections next year, and uh, they wanted a course correction. Uh, I, one measure uh, to this course correction that was suggested was the appointment of uh, A.K. Sharma, uh, you know, a, a former bureaucrat as, as part of Yogi Adityanath's cabinet. Uh, now, who is A.K. Sharma? A.K. Sharma was a, a bureaucrat in Gujarat. He has worked closely with Prime Minister Narendra Modi and, and he took early retirement and was uh, soon made a, mem- a member of the Legislative Council in Uttar Pradesh. Now, when he was made an MLC in UP, it was quite clear that you know the aim was uh, to get, give him a higher position uh, in the Uttar Pradesh government. Uh, but this was resisted by Yogi Adityanath uh, from the very beginning. Uh, I mean, from what we have heard, uh, there was even a showdown between the two and Yogi Adityanath uh, snubbed uh, A.K. Sharma. Uh, A.K. Sharma, on his part, was no, didn't wasn't quite aware of of how Uttar Pradesh operates. I, he, uh, though he's from the state, he has worked as a bureaucrat in Gujarat, where you know senior bureaucrat is, is has a great deal of authority and and can really talk down to anyone in the administration, including to ministers. A.K. Sharma couldn't have done that in UP, and uh, uh, that also proved to be uh, harmful uh, for him. Um, so I mean, a great deal of uh, friction between the central leadership and uh, Yogi Adityanath was also centered around A.K. Sharma and uh, who uh, the chief minister of UP believed was you know, foisted upon him uh, by the center. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I, I think A.K. Sharma uh, was also related to a larger uh, reshuffle or restructuring of, of the Yogi Adityanath government. Uh, so these were some of the issues that could have you know, sparked this entire uh, activity in the last couple of weeks. But despite all this, the signals are confusing to say the least. What is surprising is that after all the feedback session, nothing drastic happened. The party is sticking to the status quo for now. But with 2022, there's a lot of concern about how the pandemic memory will impact the polls. Other than the pandemic situation itself, the panchayat poll results have also been quite unexpected for the BJP. If this is to be viewed as the forerunner to the state elections, then the results are not too motivating for the party at all. 
So what could have possibly made the BJP stick with Adityanath for now? Is removing him from the helm looking tougher than it seems? You must remember that uh, Yogi Adityanath is not like any other BJP chief minister. I mean, BJP replaced uh, Trivendra Singh Rawat with Tirath Singh Rawat in Uttarakhand and there was almost no political backlash. Uh, they replaced uh, Anandi Ben Patel with uh, Vijay Rupani uh, in, during uh, Modi's previous term. And again, there was I mean, almost uh, no political cause that they incurred because of it. Uh, but Yogi Adityanath is not the same. He has a certain pro-Hindutva image, uh, which makes him popular in, uh, among the, the, the ideological base of the BJP. He is also a Thakur by caste, uh, which gives him loyalty among a, a, a major section of that uh, dominant caste group in Uttar Pradesh. Uh, so because of this, he has a base in UP uh, and uh, removing him would uh, probably have alienated that base, uh, especially if, if the BJP had replaced him with someone you know, more, less uh, popular uh, and someone with less ideological credentials uh, like an AK Sharma or Keshav Maurya or Dinesh Sharma or Manod Sinha. So obviously, I mean, these were some of the factors that the central leadership seems to have weighed and uh, decided to persist with Adityanath. There's also the RSS factor. Uh, Adityanath is not from an RSS background, but he is from a very strong pro-Hindutva uh, background. He also had his organization, the Hindu Yuva Vahini. Uh, so, uh, it, I mean, he does serve a certain ideological project. Uh, so, the RSS also may not have been entirely keen to do away with Adityanath. And in this entire dispute could have, it seems that the RSS also acted as some kind of a, a buffer between the central leadership and uh, Adityanath. Perhaps it's too early to speculate how such a decision will translate into votes in the upcoming election. In 2017, it was riding on the Modi wave and the pitch of development that the BJP came to power in UP. And the appointment of Adityanath as the chief minister came as quite a surprise to most political observers. Until then, Adityanath had been a familiar BJP leader when it came to speeches with communal rhetoric, which he has maintained in his chief ministerial stint as well through ordinances against love jihad and cow slaughter. He's also been one of the star campaigners in several past state elections where he has only furthered the BJP's communal pitch to a great extent. So is it Modi that UP will be voting for in the 2022 state election or Yogi? Back to Aditya here. It's a bit premature to say that. I think all depends on on the situation uh, before the elections. As of now, uh, because uh, the pandemic is weighing on everyone's minds, the verdict would both be on uh, uh, Prime Minister Modi as well as uh, CM Yogi Adityanath. Uh, because uh, I mean, the, the people would uh, blame or credit them. Uh, for the pandemic and that would be the main factor driving their vote. Uh, but I think closer to elections, obviously uh, knowing that the BJP, they would uh, play their cards and uh, you know come up with some uh, big ticket uh, measure that uh, you know, through which they'll try and change the narrative. Uh, so I think closer to elections, it will be clear whether uh, whether it's and also depends on who does that big ticket measure. If it's PM Modi, then you know it, the, the 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 narrative would be a more national one. Uh, but if it is something state specific, then it would be Yogi. Uh, if there happens to be a communal polarization closer to elections, then again I think uh, the chief minister would probably. Uh, be the more important figure in people's minds. 
so uh, yeah i think uh, it, it, this is a little premature to say you know whether they will be vote, voting for modi or yogi or against either of them in next year's election if you like listening to this episode please subscribe to the big story playlist for episodic updates we'll have on apple google podcast spotify geo7 and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms for other podcasts please log on to the quinn website and check out the podcast section for any feedback shoot an email to podcasts at the quinn.com thanks for listening log on to the quinn's website and check out our other podcasts 